0: Hey, y'all. I was just sharing with my husband last night that after this weekend, we had a very emotional weekend for my daughter over here. Um, After this weekend, it's become incredibly clear to me that I would not be the parent I am today if I had never become a coach. And I just want to First of all, express my gratitude for all of you here being a part of this journey for myself, because this has been a huge growth journey for me as an individual, as a mother, as a partner. (laughs) Like, this has been transformative in my whole life. And I appreciate all of you being here on the podcast on this journey. And I definitely appreciate every one of my clients, because as we do this work of coaching together, I'm back here behind the scenes doing the work myself, too. So I want to share with you a little bit about what was coming up for us over the weekend and how we moved through it. And before I do, I just want to say that this process of doing this work for myself, of helping clients do this work for themselves, in doing all of this, I've just become so much more clear about what it is that I offer and what it is that I do with my clients. And I know I talk a lot about highly sensitive children, and that's even in the title of the podcast. But when you really get to the heart of my work, it has very little to do with the kids themselves. It has everything to do with helping parents navigate their own emotions so they can be present for their children when they're experiencing big emotions. Okay, so if you are somebody who gets triggered when your child is experiencing something big, if you feel like, You need more space if your initial impulse is to shut it down or to ask them to go into a different room to get themselves together or to take some time for themselves to regroup. If you find yourself um, leaning on revoking privileges or consequences, anything that's designed to kind of shut down the emotion that they're experiencing then this work is for you, too. Okay, so I want to, as always, issue an open invitation to reach out. Let's talk through what you're going through, what's coming up for you, and what's standing in the way of you being able to be grounded and calm and present as your child experiences these emotions. All right? So... Back to my story about this weekend. <laughs> this weekend, this it was Sunday actually. Sunday morning, my daughter was playing Roblox with a friend online. They were chatting on the phone and playing at the same time, which is they're eight years old. It's like their new thing, right? They really enjoy having this time together when they can't actually like hang out in person. So lunchtime rolled around and we needed her to stop playing. And she was a little bit resistant to turning off her Kindle and coming out and having lunch and all of those things, which she usually is after she's been playing Roblox for a little while. I'm sure many of you can relate to that. But she seemed like she, you know, she moved through it okay. She was seemingly pretty regulated. And we had lunch and my husband and my daughter decided that they were going to, um, with the silly putty she made at girl scouts this week so she had me earlier in the week make meatloaf with her with a silly putty which turned out to be a very elaborate process so she got my husband on board with this he didn't really know what he was getting into um (laughs) and she cut the silly putty this big bag of like i guess it's more like slime into all these different pieces and i walked by and i said hey that one looks like a dolphin And it turned into something entirely different. She wanted to uh, preserve all of the pieces of Silly Putty that she'd cut. So there were probably like 30 pieces of Silly Putty. She wanted us to keep them out, not to move them. But at the same time, they're kind of like melting because it's like this slime. Like it's not exactly Silly Putty, right? So it quickly became a very emotional thing for her. She was very attached to keeping these. And this, to be clear, this is not her norm. She's not normally this rigid about this sort of thing. She does like to um, collect things, to hang on to things a little bit, but normally she would have been like, yeah, let's put it back in the bag, whatever. So right off, I knew that something was different. And... It very quickly became a big, big emotional outpouring. And as it was unfolding, I could see the temptation to tell her, hey, this is not that big of a deal. You just need to suck it up, and we're going to put these back in the bag because they're going to dry out. I could see how easy it would be to go there. I could see my husband starting to go there, and I said, hey... Would you like me to step in here? And he said, yes, please. So she and I went back to her room and we sat together for a long time as she worked through her emotions. So, And I listened and I reflected back to her what I was hearing and reiterated how special these silly putty pieces were to her in this moment. And she kept saying mom, I just want to go play Roblox. That's the only thing that will make me feel better. So here's where I think I see the most personal growth for myself and where you might be able to see a growth edge for yourself and that's that I was able to stay calm, to stay connected to her, let her have these emotions and not get triggered by the fact that she wanted to go play Roblox. She wanted to go play Roblox as a way of helping regulate herself. She thought it was the only thing that would make her feel better. And I didn't correct her on that. I just reiterated, you really, really want to go play Roblox right now. And we're not going to do that. And that's frustrating. And here's what happened next. I stayed with her until she was ready to leave her room and move on to something else. She still wanted to play Roblox, but we moved out to the living room, and I said to her, look, you're pretty dysregulated right now. I don't know if you really know what that means, and I don't know how much you want to know, but I want to give you... A good chunk of time to start feeling regulated again before we play Roblox. So I want to take at least two hours before you start gaming again. And as you can imagine, she was like, why? Why do I need to wait two hours? I want to play now. That's what would make me feel better. And I came back to this idea of feeling dysregulated. And I asked her, look, how much do you want to know about this? And she said, I want to know I said, okay, so when you feel regulated, you feel pretty normal, you feel calm, you feel like talking to people, things don't really bother you that much, it's just kind of an easygoing, you feel generally pretty good kind of space, kind of way of being, but when you're feeling dysregulated, maybe you get more annoyed with people more quickly, you You feel more like crying, you're irritable, you're just not at your best, and little things upset you more than they normally would. And that explanation seemed to make sense to her. She said, okay. And I said, here's the thing about Roblox. Sometimes when you play Roblox, when you're done, you seem like you feel pretty dysregulated and I want to be sure that if you're playing Roblox again today that you're not going into the whole experience of playing Roblox feeling that way from the start. I want to help you have enough time to get regulated again before you put yourself into a situation that might cause you to feel a little dysregulated. So she still wasn't happy about not playing Roblox, but she got it enough that she was on board with waiting till three, two hours. It was one o'clock by then. So it was two hours. She was willing to wait. And she did spend a lot of that time checking the clock and saying, Hey, is it three yet? No, it's not. Okay, fine. Um, (laughs) But in that time we started a new book. We read three chapters of it. It's called A Wolf Called Wander, and it's a it's a pretty cool book. And then we watched most of an episode of Little House on the Prairie, which we've been watching as a family so we can discuss it and talk through it as her class reads Little House on the Prairie for their West, Westward Expansion unit. So we actually had some nice bonding time as a family that helped all of us feel a little bit more regulated and the cool thing for me the place where again I can see personal growth is that although I felt tired at the end of the day although I had put a lot of energy into just hanging out with her and helping her get through that I wasn't drained the same way that I would have been if I had been fighting her like fighting her emotions if I had been fighting my own emotions and trying to like hold myself back or get her to stop feeling what she was feeling so that I didn't have to feel what I was feeling in response do you see that so it was there wasn't this like back and forth of like big emotions escalating between the two of us. She had her really big emotions and I was just there for it. Grounded, present, and there. And that, in my mind, is the ultimate outcome. That is what I want to create in my life over and over again, and that is what I help my clients create every week, all right? So this episode isn't so much about giving you specific tools to create that, as it is about showing you what's possible when you lean into this process, when you focus on changing the way you're reacting to your child's big emotions, it is possible to show up and be calm and grounded and connected even when they're feeling something really big and even when it doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon. And the good news about this is that you don't have to wait for them to get older. You don't have to wait for them to outgrow this phase. You don't need to just like sit back and wait it out and see if things get better. This is something that you have control over that's in your hands. No matter where your child is developmentally, you can take steps towards showing up and being grounded and connected and present, starting now. And if this is something that you'd like to explore further, that is what I'm here for. Come find me at partneredpath.com, click on Coaching, and get a call scheduled. We'll talk through what's coming up for you. All right? You can also find me on Instagram. I love to connect with you all there. And just like always, I hope you have a wonderful week. I will talk to you in the next episode. Do you feel like you're parenting 24-7 and you're still not sure your child is getting what they need? Are you ready to stop parenting reactively and start living in partnership with with your sensitive child? Are you ready to reclaim time for yourself and time for your dreams? Then you're gonna wanna explore coaching with me. I help my clients tune out all the noise, better understand their kids, build a parenting strategy that meets their family's specific needs, and do the mindset work necessary to implement that strategy consistently without sacrificing themselves in the process to get started just head over to partnerpath.com click on coaching and get your free consultation set up let's get to know each other